Peace, it's your girl AD. I am one part of Survival Life and you are tuned in to the Survival Life Podcast. Survival Life is dedicated to promoting black self-sufficiency through knowledge and applied skills related to the outdoors, emergency preparedness, primitive survival, and homesteading. We are a tribe of survivors or survivalists who want to empower ourselves by learning techniques such as gardening, fishing, hunting, camping, backpacking, sustainable, minimalistic, or off-grid lifestyles. We also do hiking, herbalism, defense, and so, so much more. Whatever your interest is, this group is meant for learning and trading skills within the community. The ultimate goal of Survival Life is to recreate the self-sufficient communities that our ancestors once thrived in. A community that works collectively to teach, learn, protect, and above all, genuinely really to support each other. Whether you are a beginner like myself or more advanced, we are all here to take our skills to the next level. So chill out, grab whatever it is that relaxes your body and spirit, and let's talk all things outdoors, prepping, survival, and homesteading. Let's do it. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, okay, so I am recording. Perfect. Okay, so just to um, start off the first question, see what you guys' thoughts are. Oh, this is weird. All right, so one of the things we just wanted to get you guys, I know we've been asking via post, and we did a couple of posts, um, just trying to see how everybody felt about the situation. Uh, one thing I noticed is that, well, it was really interesting as people, I think we did it over the course of what, three weeks, Anthony? Um, just wanted to see the first poll was just like how concerned are you like not at all um yeah. you know a little bit highly and I, I felt like hardly anybody went into the very concerned box um <laughs> to fear says child i need to learn how to do that trust me we, we, we got you tip <laughs> um so and then the next week about a week later we asked the same question and we noticed people started moving from not concerned at all to slightly moderately yeah. concerned. Some of the slightly moderately stayed there, but then some people, some people even jumped to, oh my God, I'm really concerned now. Um, and then we had some people who just, we just started to see people move from different boxes um, based off of how concerned they were. So I just thought that yeah. was interesting. Yeah, I, I was on board with that. At first it was like, hmm. Not really concerned. I mean, it's all the way over there in China. That wasn't true. Um, and then, like, the first case arrived in the U.S., I'm like, eh, it's still a cold. And then, like, a week later, I'm like, hmm, let me go ahead and get a couple things because I don't know about this. And I'm glad I moved when I did. Like, I moved before the crowd started moving, which is essential. Um, if you start getting to a place of like bugging out, things like that. So it's like recognizing the situation before it really unpacks. That was, it was smart on my end, I like to think. But now I'm looking at it like, damn, this is a very mild hit the fan situation because you still have access to stuff. But we in it, like it, it is, it's hit the fan. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I like, in fact, I was just having a conversation with um, Tep and DJ, and we were just saying how, like, in a way, like, 
we it's almost like a it's not for some people i'm not making this light taking it lightly or i'm saying that it's easy but we were still able to go and get all the food we needed we were still able to get supplies you could still travel and get to a particular person so it wasn't just like a switch got us there which means also the fact that we know we can still everything is essential almost you can go to the store and get stuff granted you might have to pick over some food and get things you wouldn't normally eat but you're not right. going to starve um, right yeah so i thought that was interesting as well so um i guess the first question was how prepared were you for this current emergency situation for this coronavirus I'm and i see christy already responded she said she feels really pretty well prepared mm. i think you know i was saying that earlier um I think just being in this group kind of keeps you in the right state of mind to stay prepared. Whatever the emergency that you conceive and you, you, you know, foreshadow, um, you prepare for it. And we, we talk about those. Yeah. I see, uh, Tim said he's still not concerned about the virus. It's the people. I feel you on that. No way that they're reacting towards it. Like the hoarding of toilet paper. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the toilet paper. Like, Condoms and toilet paper. We already said, you guys, that should be because yeah. Anthony shared something about them having a lack of condoms right now. And, and I'm like, some people think, okay, well, you're not going to be interested in sex when the world is going, hit, you know, stuff hitting the fan. But the truth is, it's a way to relax, to get your mind off of things. It's a stress reliever. It's a way to connect to people. So I can definitely see how like, and, and even though people, it ain't the end of the world where you just about to be out there catching stuff or putting yourself in a bad position either. So you still want to have the ability to be safe about it. Um, so definitely should um, make sure, I believe it is on our prep list. I'm like certain, I think I will try to figure out how to word it. So it's on the yeah. prep list. I yeah. think it's on there. Matter of fact, I know for certain it's on there. In my mind, I was thinking like, if I'm bugging out, I'm not thinking like, yeah, girl, let's go ahead and uh, I don't even think it like that. Like it was, it wasn't an essential item. But now, it's like you looking like this actually could be a currency item. Yeah. Uh, single condoms and squares of toilet paper. Ooh. I might be a king out here. Hey, I got two Lucy's for you. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, and as Tim says, um, I'm still not concerned about the virus. Like you said, it's the people. But my thing was like that at first, right? So at first I was like, oh, well, I'm not concerned about the virus so much. But now there is a concern because I can't even go to the hospital and know that I'm going to receive like ample care. So like I think two stores in, not two stores, sorry, two hospitals in Detroit Beaumont and Henry Ford, maybe, or one of them, they're booked. So now they're going to start getting to the point where, depending on, like, you might be in line for a ventilator and for certain health, um, for certain responses, and they can't get it to you, you know. So that's now, I wasn't a, really bothered by the virus, but I am now. All right. And now, Chrissy, Chrissy just made a comment, said, I went out and bought medical stuff when it first dropped in Wuhan in January. Every couple of weeks, I got stuff while most were still sleeping. I agree with that. Like that, we were just talking about like recognizing an event and being responsive to it before every like the masses start saying, "Oh, well, maybe I should get a whole bunch of whatever." Yeah, 
same. I, uh, I, when I started seeing them limiting items at stores, there was still somewhat plenty. I was like, yeah. okay, that, so before that, I was already kind of getting some stuff when it was just like the speculations. And when I was like, well, how are you going to keep it from coming here when people travel every day? That didn't right. make sense. So I was like, let me just start collecting. And then it got to the point where, okay, now I'm seeing that you're limiting. Now I'm really going to start buying stuff. And me and you both said, one thing that I noticed was that if you go to like more hood or the more the stores where black people were predominantly, there was plenty on the shelves. There were no limitations. Yep. Um, it yep. was some of the white stores, not all of them, but I shouldn't say white stores, stores that typically had white um, residents. Outside of our community. Outside of our, our community, right. So, yeah. yeah, and then Shamsa said that, and sorry, Shamzo Den, if I, I know, I don't know everybody's real name, and I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong and if this is your real name, but uh, mentioned that I forgot to buy batteries for a thermometer. Yep, I didn't, that's, I think I put batteries on our list, but I should specify, yeah. make sure you have batteries for your thermometer. Um, and she says, we don't have a fever, it turns out, but I had to go to the store with the mask on to get one. Yeah, so that's the other thing is like, there are people like, you got to get what you got to get. So you can't expect yeah. one, people don't know if they have this or not, you know. Um, and two, if you got to go out and get something, not everybody has the luxury of having something ordered and brought to the house. Um, so mm -hmm. you want to have everything as much as possible. And this is where um, I grew up with the mercury thermometer. You know, your mama flicked it a couple of times, looked at it mm -hmm. to the light and stuck it in your right. manual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how we grew up with that one. So I highly suggest that should go in a bag. You want to make sure you get a case for it because they are very delicate and you don't want to yeah. get your hands on any type of mercury. Um, right. But yeah, Chris, Chris wasn't so concerned. I was ready. And they're only treating people who are sick enough, but healthy enough yeah. to recover. Beaumont and Henry Ford, right. Yeah. But you know what? Um, that being said, Christy, I'm taking notice that the, the movement of the National Guard, like, I got a scare about two weeks ago. Um, somebody I know in the military informed me, like, yo, they are mobilizing. I was like, shit. And I started, like, I started organizing my preps. Like, I'm about to bug out. And I, I kind of played it by ear. I'm glad I sat still a little bit. Um, but what the, the National Guard is doing, at least to, to my knowledge, is they're setting up like makeshift hospitals and treatment areas. Like they're using um, like ballpark arenas and, and things like that just to set up for um, mass contagion, I, I would imagine. I hate to use those words because it's so serious, so scary, but it's like you got people you know, infected with this virus, you got to put them somewhere and keep them isolated from everybody else. So it makes sense. And that's scary because then you don't know if your family, and that's why I was telling my daughter, it's not like, okay, I get sick, I go to the hospital. You're like cut off. We don't know what type of treatment you're getting, if any at all. How much of a voice do you as a 70-year-old girl or 18-year-old, I'm just thinking like anybody or an older person um, have and like demanding like no like i deserve to be and even if you do demand it they can't get to um everybody so um mm -hmm. there is definitely that so yeah definitely something to think about um but i'm so glad again i can't say this enough i'm so happy that we did that prep challenge during national emergency preparedness month in september that right. was for me like i felt so much better um having us done that as a group 
Yeah, I see Tim. He's uh, leaving a comment now about uh, Central Park being used as a triage area Ooh, uh, in New York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, I, I think they're doing it the right way, considering that, that New York is one of those considered hot spots right now. Um, you got to isolate some of the infected people and treat them the best you can. Um, I just, I really didn't foresee this many people dying behind this virus though. That, that was the part that's kind of trippy, like. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm still tripping. Cause I, again, I'll say this a hundred times over. I was wrong, I was wrong, I was wrong. I thought this was gonna be a grid down panic situation. That's how I envisioned us going SHTF, not a pan, and people all pandemic, pandemic, and I'm like, oh, biological war. I was like, biological warfare, yeah, maybe, but like, I just really ignored the pandemic, and I think it says something about being comfortable with, and this doesn't apply for everybody, unfortunately, but for me, for the most part, I've been able to get my family and my ourselves to a doctor, right, but then, um, you know, like, everybody doesn't have that, so... I think I just kind of got too comfortable with the fact that, oh, well, you just take, you know, some medicine and, and you're good. And we like, right. oh, no, 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 eh, eh, eh. Like, nah, I'm going to just show y'all how I can disrupt this whole situation. Yeah. 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 Tim was saying that the prep challenge helped him a lot. Um, concentrating on food and not other supplies. Um, and you know what? Even with that, because it was, um, a big focus is on food. It puts you in the right state of mind, though. You know, like I think I went and got a solar charging, um, like a um, battery bank or power bank. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I figured like that would be a good little device to have because at least I can, you know, not have to be plugged in to use it. Right. Um, but it, it also it put me in a place to like to review some of my preps because some of my preps are not good. Like I'm, I'm finding out right now, some of this ain't good. <laughs> right. That's kind of how I feel like, dang, I'm learning. You know, it's like on-the-job training right now. Um, but again, I feel so much more comfortable because we're all doing this somewhat together. Even if we're not in physical space together, um, our mindset is always encouraging to each other. I like that we jump um, to each other's aid as much as we can. Um, so that makes it a lot better. And I see um, Shamsa says, Yes, the prep challenge was great. We found a one-time thermometer in the first aid kit, for example. We are generally prepared. P.S. We may yet to go grid down. You're right. Um, that. Oh my gosh. Now we talking like immediate panic. I, I don't. I can't. Oh, Paul. My son just turned off the light. I'm like, oh my god. Okay. But you're right. If that happens. We in trouble, Chris says, I just saw a stat that said Italy has, oh my gosh, I can't even read that one. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm an empath. I can't, I'm barely, I can't watch the news. I can't watch them bringing in trailers, refrigerators for bodies. Uh, yeah. Chris says, but it's yeah. the fact Italy has a 44% mortality rate. Is that number yeah. not gotten a little better? Like, or are they continuing to see more deaths or are we at the height of that? Oh my I, gosh. I don't know. I, honestly, I have a term the news on. I haven't either. I, I guess I need to just to kind of stay abreast a little bit. I'm not a, a huge fan of the news. Like, I, mm, 
Uh-huh. I'm with you on that one because he followed that that comment up and said I haven't checked with the source. Though. Like I, I would I would definitely follow up with that source because if it's really at 44 percent, um, and Italy is another hot spot, it kind of gives you a foreshadowing of what to expect in New York. Uh, yeah, right. Oh my God, I would not want to be at a place that's like highly concentrated right now, um, yeah. like New York. But oh man, good point. So I guess the next thing: uh, when did your concern heighten? At what point, if at all, did you elevate it to a high alert? And again, I go back to that whole poll that we did. I can't remember. I almost should go back to see when the first one was posted. So the first one's posted. A lot of people were, including myself, was just like not concerned at all business as usual then the next week we put up some of the same thing are you at a low concern mid concern very high concern i think there was actually four of them i can't remember um and i started to see people moving from no concern to okay low concern some people went from no concern to straight up um mid concern you know i'm, I'm kind of worried right now and some people started putting it into the high alert so like for most of you guys when did you say okay, I'm elevating my level of concern to um, something a little bit more like higher. And I don't want to call it panic, but okay, now I need to start doing some things. Um, I don't know about you, but I think when I was I actually caught a report about New York's level um, or their, um, their affected level going up, and it was significant. It went from like, oh yeah, it was like 13, and then like, one day it was like 75. I said, damn, like that, that was quick. And then I think the following day it was like, oh, yeah, we're in the, you know, high 200s. I said, well, wait, wait a minute. Right. And I think you and I talked around that time. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go get a couple things just to kind of clean my house with. But my attention was on it then for real. Like, okay, these numbers, I don't know if the news, the news played with you a little bit, but that was a little alarming. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Uh, looks like Shanza says that number is not possible regarding the Italy, but Chris said, hey, I didn't research it. My best friend lives there, so I get it from her. And again, I know you guys can see each other commenting, um, but their population is very low. Yeah, that's the difference. That's 44% mortality, 44% of the infected. Um, and I know most of the people that were um, expiring um, were compromised elderly and that whole thing you know if you have a bunch of sick people in the same place you can kind of almost expect that um so i don't know i don't know if that number is how close to accurate that number is but it might be yeah yeah i'm, I'm gonna take a look too i'm with you tim we uh, we were just saying we don't i don't watch the news so much because it's just hard it's just overkill and then you you know that's a whole nother question about the conspiracy theory but like i mean just looking at how Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Polly, can you turn that light back on, please? Okay. So like just looking at, um, I'm just thinking about all the different theories that have already been out there. Like, let's just put it out there. That whole thing of celebrating. Thank you. Let there be light. Uh, the whole thing of celebrating that melanin was like an uh, uh, antiviral uh, <laughs> solution to everything. And that don't worry about it. Black people not going to get it. And then now we're starting to see even in Detroit you know, a lot of people, um, I'm already starting to see, and I, friends of friends passing, you know, and that's so sobering. Like, and they were, yeah, you can always say, oh, but it was probably some underlying issues and he just didn't know or she didn't, didn't know or they just didn't tell you. And we don't know that, you know, 
at this point, the fact that they're young and even with any underlying health condition, you would hope that, oh, just because I have high blood pressure, I know, you know, that's why it's so important to watch that health. That is why it is so important because right. you want to give your body the best fighting chance. I'm so glad I quit smoking. Like, cigarettes, I'm so glad I let that go. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris says their population is very old, so they have a higher mortality. I wouldn't say I'm at a high level of alert just yet. Chrissy, what would make you... What would it take for, and that's a good question for everybody. Like if you're not at high, oh, she said, I'm sorry, it's 44% of the infected. I think that's what you just said, Anthony, too. That's what I was saying, yeah. Um, she, oh, and she, but Shamsa said it's about 10% of those who are infected are dying. So we'll, we'll take a look and, and see. Um, when Italy shut down, I started discussing when I would go on lockdown. I decided to pull the boy from school the day before Whitmore called it. That's what Chris said. And Tim says, when I started seeing businesses shut down and school closing, I knew things were going to get very serious. I agree. When I yeah. saw that, like, NBA and things that bring in money were shutting down, for me, that was just like, whoa, you know, America don't turn down no, you know, capital yeah. money, money, money is all they do. So I agree. That, for me, was like a wake-up call. Now, you know what, while we're, we're talking about money, I'm glad you brought that up. And I know it's not one of the questions that you had lined mm -hmm. up, but they are, uh, when I say they, I'm referring to the government, when they're um, talking about distributing the money um, to the populace, if I'm not mistaken, they say they want to do a digital currency. Uh -oh. And that was huge for me because I'm like, our currency ain't worth nothing now. So you really just want to make it X's and O's on a computer screen. It caught my attention. That really caught my attention. Dang. And this was, when I was reading that article, I believe it was from NBC. I consider them to be a semi-credible source. So it wasn't like, you know, raw story, you know, National Enquirer. It wasn't like that. I was just looking like, damn, digital currency um, as the new U.S. currency. Hmm. And mm -hmm. how is that with tracking people again now? Like if you were trying to be a word off grid and that's and it's gonna be digital currency, bruh. Mm -hmm. What you gonna yeah. do? You yeah. know resources trump everything. If you got the resources, you don't have to spend the money. But they have to be perpetual resources. Right. It looks like we might get to that bartering system, which that's a whole nother thing, like you know, bartering is 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 a skill still. Like it's not just mm -hmm. I need that, you have this. Like, right. you have to be a good negotiator. You got to stand your ground. You got to be okay walking away. You got to know how to quickly, like, assess that situation so that you can get what you want. And at the end of it, they got to get what they want out of something, too. Like, and knowing the value of things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Woo. That could be yeah. a, that could be a fun little thing for us to do one day is, like, a bartering. Although it's not quite the same when you don't really need it, when you're not desperate. Yeah, it's different. It's different. But I think, I think there's a way we can mock up a scenario to make that happen. That would be, I think we should put that um, on a list of things to do. Um, yeah. And it, it might just get you started for like, what questions to ask. Like I, I do sales and I'm not a salesman at all. Because when they start saying, oh, you should have did this, Adrian, and you should have did that. And I'm like, why? how would I have known to do that? And it was like, because you learn, I hate to say almost to be a manipulator, and to get, you want to get what you want. And you're only going to give up so much if you want to make them feel like they're getting what they want. 
and them on the other hand are doing the same thing to me. And it's like right. one is gonna come out a little bit more victorious than the other. Um, if one person doesn't feel like that, then that deal is gonna go to shit. Like nobody's gonna, you know, they're not gonna take it. But it's it's important and it's not something you can just like, oh, because I want it and I'm firm about it and I got my poker face on, it's gonna work in my favor. Yeah, no, it's probably not. And, uh just uh I don't know if I'm saying it right. Shamzo? Yeah, Shamzo, are we saying your name right? right? Yeah. yeah. The problem with digital currency is also that it cannot serve as a true store of value. We were just talking about knowing the value of things. Hacking is real. That's right. Because somebody get into your digital account, it's like, ooh, you got nothing to work with? You got nothing. And nobody can quickly fix that. And didn't this happen? Like, again, I didn't click on the link. I just saw that they write a some people and this has happened several times so i totally believe it where bitcoin um it got wiped out of people's account no trace of yeah. it yeah. um if i remember right just a couple of months ago cryptocurrency just tanked like it was doing perfect it was doing all right and then i remember i think last year sometime the government got involved with it then it was on um wall street for a little bit and like a couple of months ago it really tanked so i'm like yeah, it, there goes that good old U.S. government. Okay, Shams said Shams rhymes with. Oops. Oh, lambs, I think lamps. Shamsel. Lampsel. Shamsel. Shamsel. Right. <laughs> There's no. Okay, sure, correct that. Um, my sis Miss Dana just joined. Hi, Miss Dana. I hope you are doing well. Ms. Dana is still out there in the Detroit community delivering, getting people, um, trying to assist people. So big ups to you, praying for your safety. Um, hope all is well, but yeah. So I guess um, then what would you guys do differently with regards to prepping? I think we kind of talked about a couple of scenarios, but as we're thinking about this, like what could you have done differently? Anthony, what would you have done differently? Um. I think with the power situation, I may want to invest in some of those foldable solar panels. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, the one little power bank that I have right now is not very good. Um, matter of fact, it's been sitting in my windowsill for about two weeks now. It's at 50%. It's much better than, you know, where it was. Like, it's, it's working. It's working slow as hell. So um, I think I, I may want to upgrade um, power storage, like especially if you got radios and you're trying to communicate or a cell phone. And, you know, it's diff different electronics that we use day to day to make things comfortable. Um, you want to be able to power those things, even your, your, your flashlights and whatnot. Um, but I think I did a pretty good job with the basics of food, water, ammunition, and medical supplies. I think I, I nailed that pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, the water, I can't say that I really did well on that. I did get that last minute. I don't do bottled water too much. Um, for a while, I was keeping it as emergency-like water, but um, mm -hmm. really, I try to encourage the kids to take their containers, you know, so no waste. But right. the water, I wasn't good at, and I also know I need to, and they could be somewhat expensive. Like, I want the official water, seven-gallon and five-gallon. Um, I have a seven-gallon one that I take when we go camping. But um, I definitely want to get a few of those. You know, it, it's expensive, but I'm starting to see now where most of my priorities should be at with buying right. stuff. Right. I think, um, 
like I, I have bottled water stored. Um, and I was even thinking like when I came up to Michigan a few weeks ago, a tin of van was like, yo, this dude was selling buckets. I was like, yeah. And I wouldn't bunt a, I bought a ton of buckets and it seems so mundane, but in my mind, I figured like, okay, if it gets hot and I, I need to store water, I was going to fill these buckets up and store them down in my, my I bought like 30 buckets. Oh, and it, it, sounds, it sounds a little excessive, but once I actually had the buckets and I saw how cheap gas was, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get 20 gallons of gas and store it. Like if I got to make a move and I have to drive a long distance, I, I want to get as far as I possibly can without having to stop. And that's what I came up with. Ooh, speaking so. of, um, I think that is a good point. One of the things I thought about, I'm like, if you better get something like a, something to siphon with. Mm -hmm. um, so I was just like, man, you know, my son, we got that fish tank um, thing. Right. I feel like that's probably a good thing to throw in your pack is something to siphon um, gas with. Mm -hmm. Did y'all remember okay. water purifying? Um, hey, Michelle. Shumsending? Shumsending. I feel like I'm Shumsending. Shumsending. I, I'm going to just say Mama Rogers. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I just I'm going to have to call you um, and get, I want to say it right. So Mama Rogers, I hope you don't uh, mind me calling you that or Sister Rogers. But yeah, um, did you remind, remember water purifying? Water purifying, I think was on there, right? Or was it not? I believe water filtering was on there. Okay. Or maybe, maybe it was just bottled water. But I do have filters, like I filter my water anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so in, in terms of purifying it, I, I do have bleach. I hope that's a last resort for me. I would much rather boil it uh, before I start adding chemicals to it. Yeah, I agree. And I, you know, I'm gonna take a look. Thanks for bringing that up. I'm gonna take a look and make sure that, I thought some type of filtration was on there or purifier was on there, but if it's not, it definitely needs to be on there. Um, so yeah. Let's see, what else do we have? Angles matters. Move it around and you might get better results. Oh, is this Chrissy? Is that in regards to my dark screen? <laughs> oh, you got it right, and I was not offended. Okay, now to see if I can say your name properly again, like and let it roll off the tongue. Um, so okay, so let's see, Chris. I was told that five gallon buckets don't store water well, they crack. I can't confirm, but I was recently told that. I'm and that's I have to agree. That's why I was saying I'm just gonna have to invest in those um, actual um, water, water containers. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know about the cracking, Chris, but I do feel like even if you got that lid, that is not sealed as tight. Whereas, like when you put the nozzle, it has the O-ring on it, so it gets a good seal on there, um, right. and the water lasts a little bit longer. I would also be a little bit um, afraid if you had to put it in a cart, like even that goes to gas cans. Yeah, they might be a little cheaper to get the buckets, but then, I mean, maybe you only need it though to get you to your homestead, your homestead as Lottie would say. So maybe the importance of it not spilling or you're not trying to store it for a long time, um, which I do think if you store it for a long time, you have to put something in it too, right? Like I don't know what that is, but I forgot um, what it is, but I think you have to, add it to the gas so it doesn't go bad as fast. Right, now about storing water in the buckets, you can store it in buckets, but you wanna aim for the, um, the food safe buckets. Okay, food. Because they're designed a little bit different. different. Um, you can 
you can freeze them if you need to, but if you keep them in a cool, like if you have a basement or a garage or something like that, um, just so they don't freeze, you should be in good shape. That's true. And then like, yeah, I'm like, the water still should, yeah, that's true. The good thing with, even if you bought 50, 30 buckets, 30 buckets, the way they stack is like, they're really not taking up a lot of space. So nah, better to not. have them and not need them. You can think of, Man, in fact, that would be a cool another little conversation. Like, okay, I give you put an item up there, a bucket, and like, what could you all do with that bucket? Like, that would be interesting. Um, Tim, yeah. I got my water containers from Walmart, and they weren't overly expensive. Okay, Chris says no solar panels. You don't have solar panels, Chris. I don't either. Um, but it is definitely something that I want to invest in. Um, yeah. As Anthony said, yeah, definitely is needed. And you want to get enough of them so that you can power um, adequately. Okay. The aquatainers? Yeah. I don't know about aquatainers still is not that good. Is that the one that, like, collapses down? And then when you fill it up, it... Oh, that, that little accordion uh, container? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if that's what Chris is talking about. Tim says, I need to get more ammo. No, that's right, bro. Bad body armor on my list, but haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, man. Now, I think, so what could happen when things settle down? I'm going to say when, not if. When things, thinking positive, manifesting, when things settle down, there's going to be a lot of this stuff for sale. Because people Absolutely. are going to expect that a situation will have lightning don't strike twice in the same spot. So people are going to be like, I need to sell off some of the stuff that I ran in a panic and brought that's going to be the time to be up on marketplace and i don't even know if people do craigslist anymore but getting them sales um uh with the body armor like if you don't have any right now if you have uh telephone books it sounds so jailhouse but it's it's actually true um at a halfway decent distance like it actually slows the resistance of bullets so some telephone books and strap it up if you feel that um unsafe like, right hey where can you even get uh the telephone books every now and again i see it like, hey I go still... to grandma's house <laughs> Grandma still has all them books uh let's see so uh shumps and dean says make a manageable humanure toilet if you give me a five gallon bucket yep Definitely, those are perfect uh, for the for the release. You can definitely do that. Um, get you some sawdust or some type of um, sand or something, I guess, to cover it and just fill it. The dumping of it, just gotta be careful with that. Oh, and Chris says, my comment of, about angles was about solar panels. I have, oh, she ha I have solar panels. Okay, gotcha. And Michelle says, I don't know what you guys already discussed. I'm late to things. I've thought to do differently, but I thought of the things but things I thought to do differently, sorry, is saving dryer lint to fuel fires. Yep, buying more charcoal and portable. You did mention the portable stovetops in case they take their energy away. Yeah, I definitely have a lot of wood um, that I can use. And Chris says the aqua container is the blue seven gallon. Okay, I have a seven gallon. I wonder if it's the aqua container. Um, it's green though. I mean, I'll take a look and see that because if that seal isn't good, then I'm definitely don't want to buy any more of that. Um, just right. want to let you guys know too, though. Um, it's eight ten now. Um, Zoom be kicking folks out. Like I said, we was partying. We was at Club Zoom last night. Dajanaba and Tep and I. 
and pretty much it don't even give you like the lights don't go on like when the club about to close they don't do no last calls they just kick you out um so if we get disconnected it is strictly just because um it's kicking us out and I'm, i want us to wrap up before that happens but well, I guess there was we'll, another question you had though didn't you um no i think i think that was, was it. do you remember one do you want to throw one out no that was that was i think we covered so much in this um this this little conference can i call it a, that sounds so formal it's like a power a power Just having yeah shooting, shooting the shit that's what we do right. <laughs> shooting the shit so vibing and shit um yeah but yeah. We, we we did cover a lot of this um the content especially for this incident and like going into the future with things, like even if they progress, it, we're fortunate to still have time to make adjustments. You know, like we really we can depend on Amazon to a degree, um, but sitting down and taking the time to say, okay, how can I utilize these resources now? Like, yeah. what's important if this thing lasts for another thirty days or another sixty days? Do I have everything I need? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Hey, we in it. Like this was like at first I kept saying this is a test, this is only a test, but man. Yeah, no, we in it. And then yeah. you know, it, it came differently than everybody expected. I think everybody was expecting doom and gloom, fire and brimstone. It was like, no, 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 we're just gonna pour this this dookie sludge on the fan and let it spray. And <laughs> sprayed it did with no toilet paper. <laughs> right, right. If you don't have toilet paper, you just gonna be a little greasy out here. And, and that's what we had. So, um, by all means, people stay safe, um, stay positive. Like that's a key element in your survival as well, staying positive. Yeah, really. Like um, when we talked about this before, entertainment, um, keeping like trying to keep day to day is so important. Today, it just hit me um, that oh, Chris says no powwow made us hate. Yeah, all right. That I didn't was, know that. Gotcha. Um, so trying to keep things as normal as possible um and if i don't know just i'm thinking about that movie there's a movie called life is beautiful and if you never watched it it's a very be ready to cry but it's a very touching story and basically this person has to this a uh, husband and father has to put on as if life is still grand even though he's in a concentration camp and yeah, he's that's going to die that is like you almost got to think in that term because even little things where today it hit me. I'm like, do my kids, like, are they expressing their like uncertainty, their fears, their sadness? You know, that's so important. Um, yeah, I hope we live through this pandemic as well. You know, I'm faithful. I'm faithful about it. I think we have to just keep, that's all we can really rely on right now. And that doesn't have anything to do with being religious or, you know, it's just really a belief that without knowing what the outcome is, is that it's going to be okay. So. Um, we just got to all take serious. We got to make sure other people are taking this serious and, you know, just keep doing what we're doing, you know, just, just keep prepping. And, you know, you hear a casualty, I hate to say like that, a loss of a life. Like today I woke up to seeing two people passed away. One I went to high school with. Now his wasn't, as far as I know, related to Corona, but it just hurts all the same every time one of us, you know, leaves the circle. So, um, Anyway, I do appreciate all of you guys for joining in today. Thank you for dealing with, I've, we figured out, again, I figured out the issue with what I was doing earlier. So I'm glad you guys were able to come here.
I'd love for us to do this again. So if you guys have any ideas, post them, um, reach out to us, make a post about it, and we'll do a whole nother. If you guys want us to do another one of these, we can certainly uh, do another one. Hey, what's up, Dot? What's up, Dorothy? Um, but in the meantime, you guys, the podcast is out. It would mean the world to me if you can go to iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and more. Oh, if you guys don't mind, I was going to turn this into an audio podcast, but if you don't want me to say your names, um, just let me know and I'll just probably have to edit that out some way or I just won't use this video. Um, so I just need to know if you guys are okay with that. Uh, the website is up. I did make some changes to it. And of course, we're on IG, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, so please check us out. Support everybody else who is in this group that's doing things, putting good information out there like Chris. Uh, Lottie under Earthsea Detroit, um, always, and she's been around the clock helping people, still dropping off deliveries, still making um, different things, you know, and I, I, I don't know, I just appreciate all of you guys. Cool. Oh, is that my cue? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Look, just stay safe, um, stay positive. We'll get through this thing, and um, if it gets worse, we can handle it. That's right. what we do. We pray. That's I say to that, all right, people, we will have some more. So just be on the lookout for um, an event. Um, and we're going to get, oh, thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for the confirmation. I appreciate it. I appreciate all, all of you guys. Just send us what your thoughts are. And we will holler at y'all later. Peace. Peace. All right. Thanks, Aunt. No problem. Appreciate, uh, you. appreciate you. Think of the next one. Well, we, we might be able to do a little radio show once a week or something like that. Like if it ever get that bad, I would have no issue going on the waves and talking with you and hey, y'all be cool out there. Catch y'all next Wednesday at two o'clock because everybody's gonna be on the ham radio. Oh, right. That's the next <laughs> one. We gotta really get to that. Okay, I just had to stop that live feed because they could probably still, but yeah, you know what? I think we should make a point to at least drop something. Even if I can't do it all the time, you know, maybe you and Lottie, or maybe just you. Chris says I can use name. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Michelle says okay, and Tim says okay. Um, yeah, cool. So I think this could be something we could really, you know, like, hey, if you got a topic and you want to lead it or you want to do it yourself, it's a quick, easy way to do it. Just let me know. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll take the time to do. Um... Like use some coffee filters and show people how to make masks with it. Oh, that'd be dope. You know, because people like freaking out, like, oh, I need a mask. It's like, well, if you if you stay out of coffee distance from people, you'll you'll be okay. But if you feel that you have to have a mask, you can do it like this very cheaply and go with it. Yeah. And actually I'm gonna make some tonight because I'm gonna I gotta hit the store tomorrow just for a few things. Um, like the milk things that expired um but yeah so yeah i appreciate you so if you got an idea for the next topic as we go into the weekend it's perfect time to get used to us doing this just let me know what what you want it to be about all right and kick it all right cool. thank all right. you peace sis and talk to you later all right bye Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Survival Life. We hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. We hope that there was something that you learned from it and that it provoked some thoughts. 
Additionally, if there is something we didn't get a chance to mention that you think would be important for the prepper community, we'd love to hear from you. If there is a guest or any future topics that you want to hear Survival Life tackle, uh, just hit us up. We're pretty easy to get a hold of. You can always reach us by going to Instagram. You can hit us in the DMs. That's at Survival Life. Or you can visit us at www.soulvivallife.com. Hit that contact us tab, leave a message, let us know what you would like to hear from us going forward. Hey, drop some words of encouragement. We can use that. It's, It's never easy, you know, when you're doing something and you're new to it or you've been doing it for a while, but you're putting yourself out there to try to share the information. As always, we believe in enjoying this journey. Um, We want to have fun while we learn, but we do take it serious. So again, we'd love to hear your feedback and comments. Uh, Yeah, so until next time, uh, talk to you guys later. Peace.